Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so excited that you are here today. So let's chat for just a few minutes. I've been talking to a lot of people recently and they have been sharing with me that they are having that stuck feeling again, just feeling like things aren't progressing, like they aren't moving forward. They don't have a lot of clarity about what it is that they're supposed to be doing in this season. So I want to chat about that today for just a few minutes. So if you're in that place, just feeling like, God, I'm trying, I want to please you, I want to do what you want me to do. I want to feel productive, but I just don't feel like like something is missing, Lord. I'm just not feeling confident about my calling. I'm not feeling confident about what it is that I'm supposed to do in this season. If that's you, then you are absolutely in the right place. Let's chat about that today. Okay, Called and Confident family, we are officially on the road to 10,000 downloads. I truly appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to listen to the show each week. Will you do me a quick favor and help us reach 10K even faster? So all you have to do is leave a review for the show in the Apple Podcast app. So on the show page, scroll all the way down to the ratings and review section. Click the five stars and then click write a review. Type in whatever you want to say about the show and then click send. It's that simple. And if you don't listen through Apple Podcasts, then you can help us out by sending your favorite episode to a friend. So thank you all so much. I'm so excited and I'll keep you posted when we hit 10K. Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident Podcast, where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. I'm Shayla, and for many years, I struggled doing all of the things, but still wondered, what was my true purpose? I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. All right, welcome back. So today we are talking about four tips to shake off that stuck feeling and start moving forward, okay? So that we have all experienced that stuck feeling from time to time. It's very frustrating. It's just like, what is going on? How do I get out of this stuck place? How do I get out of this stuck season? Like, I know all about that feeling. And so today, I just want to help you out a little bit. I want to give you four tips, four things to really help you uh, solidify your calling, solidify what it is that God created you to do. So today, I just want to give you four tips to really just... Let's settle in your heart. I want these things to get settled in your heart, in your soul, that you can just be confident in these four things and know that you are absolutely called. God has something for you to do. And he is cheering you on and rooting you on. We're all rooting you on that you would be able to confidently walk out the calling that God has laid before you. Okay. So recently I have just been really intrigued, really fascinated with all of the epistles, all of the letters that the apostle Paul wrote to the church. And so there's lots of letters in the New Testament. If you're not all that familiar with the Bible in the New Testament, Paul writes a bunch of letters to the churches. So that's like Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, the first and 
2 Thessalonians, 1 and 2 Corinthians, all of those are letters that Paul wrote to those particular churches. And so I have just been lately, probably the past several months, just been really intrigued by the letters. I want to read the letters more. I want to know more about it. And so right now, currently, I am working on doing a Bible study in the book of Galatians. And so I'm using um, Beth Moore's book. I think she's great with teaching study guides and Bible study, things like that. And so that Bible study I'm currently doing is called Now That Faith Has Come. And it's a study of the book of Galatians. And that's Beth Moore and Melissa Moore. But anyway, so all about the book of Galatians. And so I'm really into this letter of Galatians, the letter that Paul wrote to the church of Galatia. And in the letters, what started to really jump out to me was just uh, Paul's calling work and how he was just so confident in his call. And so, you know, I'm all about calling. I'm all about purpose and destiny. And Lord, what did you put us here to do? And how do we walk it out? And so that really just was like screaming at me just how confident Paul was in his calling. And I was like, Lord, this is just so good. I was thinking there's so much that we can glean from Paul's journey, so much that we can glean from the Apostle Paul as it relates to calling work, as it relates to how he was on assignment at all times. He was very focused with what it is that God called him to do. And just in case you don't know anything about the Apostle Paul, he was once before prior to he was Saul and he was one who was uh, persecuting Christians. And so he was on a rampage, a literal rampage with persecuting Christians. Anyone who was following Christ's teachings, talking about Christ, he was having their heads, like having people stoned. He was going to people's houses, having them drug out into the streets. I mean, he was like big time killing Christians, okay? He has this powerful transformation with God. Jesus calls him out on the road one day. And Jesus says, you know, why are you persecuting me? He, I mean, you just got to study Apostle Paul if you don't know his story. So he has this miraculous encounter with Jesus. He is just, his life is completely turned around. He's blind for a few days while he's trying to understand what is happening to him. So after his miraculous transformation, after this miraculous encounter, he is sold out for Jesus. He is, he just comes into the fullness of Christ and he becomes a Christ follower. And he is just like, I will no longer boast in anything else. I will only boast in Christ Jesus and his resurrection, period. I'm sold. I'm in the game for, for good. Okay. So he has this miraculous encounter. And then as he's coming to Christ, he's turned around. His life is totally turned around. And now he is fully walking in his calling. And so what's powerful to me about Paul is he has had like, he, ser he has a serious past. You know, sometimes people feel like I have a past. I don't know if God can use me. I don't know if God will want to use me. I I don't know if people can learn anything from me. People will never let me live down my past. And the thing that I love about the Apostle Paul is he didn't care about any of that. He just refused to be stopped. He, he knew what he knew. Once he had that encounter with Jesus, he was forever changed and he didn't care anything about his past. He didn't care anything about what people thought about him. He was like, I'm going to fully walk in my calling. I'm going to fully complete the assignment that Christ has for me to do. That was it. And so there are so many things that we can glean from Paul. And so I want to share with you today four things that when I look at Paul's life, that I can, I see it jump out as it relates to calling. And I want to share those with you today because they're so important because I think that 
when we get this, when you and I truly get this and we can see how the Apostle Paul modeled it for us, it will just make a huge impact on our own lives and our own calling work. So the first thing that I take away from Paul's life is number one, we have to know the one who called us. We just absolutely have to know the one who called us. And the thing that I loved about Paul is he immediately establishes his authority from Christ alone, straight out of the gate in every single letter. Go look it up. It's there. I promise you. Every letter he opens up and lets them know, listen, I'm Paul, an apostle called by Christ Jesus. So he has to set it straight right out of the gate every single time. Paul's like, listen, I have a past. I've done some things. I've lived some life. Not only was I living life, but I was killing. Christians. But he's like, listen, I've been called of God. Jesus called me. So he absolutely knew the one who called him. And so if you and I are going to truly walk in our calling, if we're going to be everything God created us to be, we have to know the one who called us. This is what Galatians 1.1 says. And this is the CSB version. It says, Paul, an apostle, not from men or by man, but by Jesus Christ and God, the father who raised him from the dead. Paul starts every letter by letting them know I'm Paul, an apostle, sent by Jesus Christ. So he's like, I know you, you know about my past, you know what I used to do, you know, the life I used to live, you know, you know, all of these things, you know, Christians were scared of him. Like, what is he, how is he now preaching the gospel? How is he preaching Jesus when he was just taking heads off, you know, last week, you know, so all these things have happened, but he is establishing his authority and saying, forget whatever you think you knew about me. I know the one who called me. I know the one who sent me. And so if you're going to move out of the stuck place that you find yourself in today, you have got to settle in your heart that you know the one who called you and God called you. Jesus called you. He has an assignment for your life. He has a plan for your life. He has a mission for your life. And you have got to know him so that you can be confident in what what he's called you to do. So you can go forth and do all that he's called you to do, be who he's called you to be. And you can live in the fullness of that because you know the one who called you. Okay, here's the second thing. I truly believe that God has a very unique purpose for each and every one of us. And as you are on the journey to discovering your calling, I've created a list of 10 important questions to really help you narrow in, get really focused, really specific, and figure out what it is that God is calling you to do. So let me help you get started. Here are the first three questions that you can start thinking about, praying about as you work through your calling journey. Number one, what is unique about me? Number two, what do I love to do? Number three, who do I enjoy helping? So those are the first three questions. I definitely want you to take some time to sit with it, pray about it, journal out your answers and begin to figure out the direction that God is leading you. Definitely go to shaylahilton.com backslash freebies to download the rest of the guide so you can have all 10 questions or click the link in the show notes. Hope this helps. Can't wait to hear from you soon. You have to know the assignment you've been given. Okay. So Paul also establishes that, you know, he didn't call himself. He was called by God and his, his assignment was already established and sent from the heavens. And so this is what Paul says in Galatians 1, 6. He said, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. So the back the backstory here is he was sending this letter to the church of Galatia because he had taught them the gospel. He had established the church. And then he, what he would do is Paul would go to a place, teach them the gospel of Jesus Christ, get the church established, get it up and running. And then he would leave people in place, leaders in place to keep the ministry going, to get the ministry growing. And then he would go on 
to the next place and establish the next church. That was his pattern. And then he would always send a letter back to check in with the people, see how they were doing, how things were going and to, and to send correction when needed, right? So he's saying to the Galatians here, how in the world have you so quickly deserted the, the one who called you? How are you quickly turning away from the gospel? How are you forgetting everything you just learned about Jesus? You know, And so you have to know the assignment that you've been given. And even when times get hard, when life gets hard, when it gets frustrating, when you feel stuck, when you feel like nothing is happening, nothing is shaking, nothing is moving, you still have to know the assignment that you've been given. And it's easy during hard times, during frustrated times, it's easy for us to give up on the assignment. It's easy for us to walk walk away from it. It's easy for us to say, you know, this is too much. I I don't want to be bothered with it anymore. But Paul said, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you, that you're so quickly turning to another gospel, that you're turning away and doing something else. So if we're going to truly confidently walk in our callings, if we're going to get out of that stuck place, if we're going to move forward, have progress, we've got to know the assignment that we've been given. We have to know that our assignment came from God. Our assignment was established in the heavens and it's not our choice. You know, we didn't, we didn't call ourselves. We didn't create an assignment for us. God said, I established this for you to do. And so we have to know the one who called us. We got to know God. We have to know the assignment that he's given us, the assignment that he has created for us. And we have to be determined to keep moving and to go forward no matter what. Here's the third thing. We have to know that the opinions of others doesn't matter. So what other people think about you, what other people have said about you, what other people think about what you're trying to do, what you're trying to build, what you're trying to grow or establish, none of that stuff matters at all. And just like Paul, he had a past and he wasn't concerned with the people were saying about him. He wasn't concerned with, you know, whether they felt like he was credible or not, whether they felt like he was serious, was he playing? You know, he wasn't concerned of any of that. He was like, listen, I got an assignment from heaven. Jesus Christ himself has given me assignment. I'm going to fulfill it in the earth. I, I'm not concerned about what anybody thinks about me. I loved that about him, that confidence, that conviction that he had that I'm going to do what I was called to do no matter what. And here's what Galatians 1.10 says. He said, for am I now trying to persuade people or God? Or am, I, or am I striving to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So Paul is saying, listen, we got to figure out who are we, who are we trying to please? Who are we trying to serve? Are we serving people or are we serving God? Are we going to be worried about what people think of us or are we going to do what God told us to do? Are we going to fulfill the calling and the assignment on our lives? Or are we going to be concerned about our best friends and our cousins and the people in our community and our coworkers? Which, which one is it going to be? Because we're going to have to choose. Are you going to please people or are you going to please God? Make a decision, make a decision. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, The opinions of other people do not matter. None of that stuff matters. The Bible teaches us that at the end of each of our lives, we're all going to have to give an account for how we lived. Did we obey God? Did we choose Christ first and foremost? And then did we do what God told us to do with the time that he gave us here in the earth? We're all going to have to give an account for that. Not, we, don't, we don't have to give an account for what other people thought about us, what other people said about us. None of that matters. And so we have to know that the opinions of other people does not matter. And we have to make up in our minds that we're not going to please people. We're going to be servants of Christ. We are going to walk in our callings fully. 
We're going to do the assignment he's given us to do. And that's going to be that. And we're not going to be concerned about who thinks we are qualified, who thinks we're not qualified, who's like, but do you know her? Do you know about her past? Do you know when she was doing this or that? How are they going to build a business? Look at their life. How are they going to start a family? They've done this or that. How are they going to lead a ministry? But all of that, all of that foolishness, all that nonsense. Paul is reminding us here that none of that stuff matters. Keep your eye on the prize. Know what God has called you to do and fulfill the assignment. That's the, that's the work that we each have to do. So if we're going to truly, you know, confidently walk in our calling, we're going to get out of that stuck place. We're going to move forward. We're going to make progress. Again, number one, we have to know the one who called us. Number two, we have to know the assignment we've been given. Number three, we have to know that the opinions of other people do not matter. And then number four, we have to know that our victory is already predestined. Your victory is predestined. Galatians 1, 15 and 16 says this, but when God who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. So Paul is saying from the foundations of the earth, you know, God set me apart. He put me in my mother's womb and he called me by grace. He revealed his son, Jesus to me. He told me that I had a mission, that I had an assignment, that I had a call on my life, that there was something I was supposed to do while I'm here in the earth. And this is my absolute favorite part of this verse. Paul said, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. And so you and I, we've got to be just like Paul. And when God gives us an assignment, when he calls us to do something, when he calls us to fulfill something, our immediate response has got to be, yes, Lord, whatever you told me to do. We don't have time to consult with any human beings. We don't have time to ask other people what they think about the assignment or the work or the calling. We don't have time to ask people, do they think we're qualified? We don't have time to ask people, can they, you know, do they have, do they have the resources to help us get started? If God didn't say anything about that person, all we have time to do is give an immediate response of yes, Lord, whatever you call me to do whatever you want me to do, however you want me to do it. Why can we give an immediate response of yes? Because our victory is already predestined. Before the foundations of the earth, God established you here in the earth. He knew what he was going to call you to do. He knew what he was going to create you to do. He knew the gifts, the skills, the talents that he'd already placed on the inside of you. He knew where you would be today in this exact moment down to the second where you are right now. God already knew about it. He knew where you would be, what you would be doing. He knew you would be listening to this. And he wanted you to be reminded on today that your victory is already predestined. So whatever he's called you to do, whatever you've been thinking about, whatever you've been pondering, God is saying to you today, just go forth. God is saying, give me an immediate response of yes, because it's already predestined. You're going to be victorious. You're going to be successful. I've already given you everything I, everything you need. I've already established you. I have a plan. I have a path. I have the route for you to take. I just need you to give me a yes and start moving forward. And so Paul teaches us so much, so much. I want you to just take some time to really study the Apostle Paul's life. You know, study him Watch what he did because his his calling journey is profound to me. The way he just was unmoved. He was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to fulfill this calling no matter what. And if you know anything about his life, he he had a tumultuous life. You know, he he went through so much. He was in jail. He was 
persecuted. All kinds of things were going on all the time. And even, even in jail, he was still writing letters to the churches. He was still like, listen, they might have locked me down, but I'm going to fulfill this assignment. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure the churches are doing what it is that God has told them to do. I'm going to make sure that the people are in order and fulfilling the plan of Christ on their life. He was so determined. He was so focused on the assignment. He was so focused on his calling work. And that I truly believe is what God wants for you and I on today as well. I believe he wants us to be focused. He wants us to be laser focused on the thing that he called us to do, the thing he created us to do. And he wants us to just have an immediate response of yes, Lord, whatever you want me to do, however you want me to do it, Lord, with what, whatever, whatever I have to use, whatever I have to give to it, Lord, I give to it because I want to please you and I want to walk out what you want me to do. So wherever you are today, even if where you've been experiencing that stuck feeling, I want you to shake that stuck feeling off today. I want you to start moving forward. I want you to trust God, to believe God. And the first step you can do, the thing that you can immediately do right now, right where you are is give him an immediate yes. Say, God, I don't understand the calling on my life. I don't understand the assignment. I don't feel equipped. I don't feel prepared. I feel a little bit overwhelmed when I think about it. My stomach hurts a little bit thinking about it, Lord. Be honest with him, but say, but you know what? On today, God, as uncomfortable as I am, I'm going to give you an immediate response of yes. Yes, Lord, to the assignment. Yes, Lord, to the calling. Yes, Lord, to my destiny. Yes, Lord, to the work and to the will, to however you want me to do it. I say yes today. And when you do that, I promise you, I guarantee you that you're going to begin to shift out of that stuck place. You're going to begin to start moving forward. You're going to begin to make progress. And God is going to begin to show you the next step. He's going to show you the path. He's going to show you the plan. He's going to begin to open doors for you because he's just looking for a yes. He's looking for some focused people in the earth that will say yes and then do what he called them to do. And so I'm praying for you today and I'm praying that you will have the courage to say yes to him today. I'm praying that you will have the courage today to step out and trust him and know that he is working something beautiful in your life. And so as you go deeper in him, as you know the one who called you, as you know the assignment that you've been given, as you know that the opinions of other people doesn't matter, and as you know that your victory is already predestined, my prayer for you today is that you will trust God all the more, that you will give him that yes, and you will let him unveil the beautiful plan that he already has for your life, okay? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you now for every person listening. I thank you, God, for the amazing calling on their life. I thank you, God, that you were taking them from here to there. I thank you even now, God, that you are shaking the stuck off of them in this season. They will not be stuck. They will not be bound. They will not be frustrated any longer. I bind the hand of the enemy now, sending frustration, sending that stuck feeling, sending those spirits of delay, those hindrances. We bind the hand of the enemy on today in Jesus' name, and we loose the the kingdom agenda in the lives of your people. God, we loose them that they will go forward in you, that they would give you a a yes today, not a reluctant yes, God. <laughs> they will give you a, a vibrant yes, Lord, on today so that you can move them forward into the things and the plans that you have for them. So I speak life to them now, God. I speak your fire, your strength, your power to them now, God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that they're going to yield to you. They're going to yield to your way, your will, your plan, Father. They're going to surrender fully to you this time in the name of Jesus. And I thank you in advance, God, for the beauty 
beautiful things that you're going to open up for them. I thank you for the open doors, for the opportunities. I thank you for the clarity, for the vision, for the insight, for the wisdom you're going to send their way. I thank you for the resources that you're going to send to them, God. And as they continue to say yes to you, as they continue to trust you, Lord, more and more of their calling will be revealed. They'll understand it better. They'll understand what they're supposed to do how they're supposed to walk it out and they will make progress like they have never seen before. So God, we plead the blood of Jesus over them now, God, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. I thank you for covering them, protecting them, shielding them. And I thank you, Lord, that they are blessed like never before. I thank you for strengthening them, encouraging them, reminding them who they are in you, Lord. And again, reminding them that they're victory, their success is already predestined. It's already predetermined. And so it's in the mighty and matchless name of Yeshua, Jesus, the Christ that we pray and we thank you in advance, Lord. Amen and amen. All right. So that's it for now. I'm praying for you. All is well. You are absolutely called of the Lord. He has big, beautiful, amazing plans for you. You might feel stuck, but you are not stuck. And the more that you give that yes to God, the clearer and clearer and clearer things will become for you. So I love you. I'm praying for you. And I'll talk to you again in the next episode. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.